0: Happy game day, Seattle Kraken fans, going live once again today. We've got a game against the Dallas Stars, a team we know pretty well. We'll talk about that. But first, I want to go back to the weekend, the LA Kings, what we need to know and what we need to fix after that game. And then finally, a quick little update on uh, Mavericks Mondays from our ECHL affiliate. That and more coming up on today's episode. Of Locked On Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily destination. Erica L. Ayala here, your host of Locked on Kraken. It's a game day. We're going to get you ready for that. But I want to let you know that today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. That will get you $20 off your first Purchase. Tis the season to treat yourself. So get those tickets going. Speaking of tickets, some of you might have gotten an email. I know I sure did. Regarding some of the uh, uh, the itinerary and the winter classic festivities, if you plan on uh, partying it up on New Year's Eve, uh, I I gotta pick I've gotta pick an outfit. Um I've already got my nails picked out. I'm gonna wear some press-ons, look soups cute. It's gonna be a time. Um, I cannot wait. I, I honestly cannot wait to get back to the Pacific Northwest. Last time I was there, I was in uh in Portland on doing hockey stuff, but uh not as Uh, Seattle Kraken adjacent as I would have liked but I will be back soon okay first bullet if you are watching on YouTube that I want to discuss is of course the LA Kings game now I uh, was watching this game live I then took in a lot of what people were saying on social media. And I got to say, there's at least two points, maybe three points that I really disagree with from what I've been seeing on the interwebs. And um, the first one being, I think some people are under the impression that the Seattle Kraken played a really solid game against the Kings. There are Kings fans, I think rightfully so, that feel that the Kings had the better um, control of the game. Uh, So which is true? I think you kind of have to look at where we are with, with both of these teams to deduce who had the quote-unquote better game. But, you know, I always love to uh, go to our our good friend, Allison Lucan, and I I want to go over some of the post-game analysis and just get a sense for, by the numbers, what this was looking like. Once again, this is a quality start for our netminder, Joey Decord. 36 of 38 shots faced, saved, not considered a quality start for King's netminder, which honestly, I mean, I I, I don't pretend to know how to calculate all of these things, um, but my eye test tells me I mean, maybe it wasn't a quality start, but I don't know I, again, what, what do I know about these things? I think from just looking at the game, I do think there were some key saves in key moments that the the kings were able to make that stymied the Seattle Kraken now we'll we'll talk a little bit about, you know, Getting shots, and we did not have a lot of shots. We're going to talk about that. Getting shots up as Seattle Kraken that we think should go in versus perhaps shots that are considered high danger or even high quality against a team like the Kings might be two different things. But it's a 3-2 score, goes into overtime, nine rounds, a full baseball game. Not literally, but if, if innings were shootout, segments, then yes. Um, and, and the Kings had to get it done in overtime. Shots on goal, 38 to 19. 38 to 19. We had three shots, three shots on goal in the first period. Ah! You know, three shots comparative to 14 for the Kings. Now, there are a few things here. One, yeah, that's why it's a quality start for Joey Dax. Um, That's why it's a quality start. Second, mm, where, where, where is the offense? What are we doing? Um, Dave Haxtel spoke to media today and his comments were kind of, uh, you know, we did, we got better as the game went on, but we kind of didn't show up. He was nicer about it, but we didn't really show up earlier in the game. What up, Megan? Hack wore a tie. I love it, but no more ties. See this, these are the game day stats that we really need. Dave, Dave Haxtel where's a tie bad things happen um you wish you were in town for that for the winter classic or for the kings game i mean i would i would go for both but i think you're probably talking about the winter classic here um yeah yeah so i i you know offense i think what we talked about came to pass we knew that defensively this was going to be a very sound um a, a very sound team. This is a good Kings team. I keep keep saying it. I'll say it time and time again till the cows come home or till I'm purple in the face. Uh, uh, till the creek don't rise. Whatever, whatever uh, little iteration and additive you, you need, that's what we will do. But the 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 Kraken and and what is disturbing not disturbing that seems like a little bit much but what's disappointing perhaps just a little twinge of disappointment is that we saw a 7-1 game you know we saw the Kraken starting to get things going offensively so when you compare how the Kraken played against the Kings broad strokes it's a little disappointing when you compare Kings to Kraken and what they what their skill set is, the Kings were the better team. And I really do think that most everything pointed to that. Um, Kings built the offensive edge through the first 40 minutes, Allison Lucan says in her postgame analysis, while the Kraken had their best performance in the third, just like what Dave said to us Um Well, not, I mean, I'm not in Dallas uh, in the same time zone, but not physically in Dallas today. Uh, But that's what he said to media earlier today. Now, the, the Kraken did hold the Kings to zero rush chances in the game while generating seven. So that's a stat that I like. And for me, that's why I think, do I think the Kraken played a great game? No. Do I think the Kraken played a terrible game? No. Do I think that the Kings. Likely deserved this win. Mm, I mean, probably, but I liked the grit from the Kraken. And I've said this early in the season. I do feel that there are times, and I appreciate this, where the Kraken will focus on maybe one to three things that they want to do in a game and allowing zero rush chances. I like that strategy, if it was intentional and I I really hope it was intentional, I like that strategy against the Kings. And then I like that as practice for the Kraken. So, you know, uh, you're not going to win them all. You're not going to win them all. I wanted this game. I think we did well to get it into overtime. We'll talk about that a little bit, but you know, not, not not, the best performance. And that's what I said the other day. We are going to need to be at our best. Certainly the best that we've seen this season. If we're going to get a game like, or get a win against a team like the LA Kings, we're going to see them again. So we're going to talk about this again for sure. So we're not going to belabor this. Uh, Decord, as I mentioned, was a quality start. Allison Lucan elaborates saying he saved over a goal and a half more than he was expected than expected and earned again, his eighth quality start of the season third in a row. So uh, there you go. Uh, uh, You know, we start collecting wins or at least getting points in consecutive games. It's because goaltending is good, but I really do want to talk about the shots here because We still have a sector of the interwebs that want to really blame a lot of what we're seeing as far as the Kraken's downfalls on our goaltending. It's just not the case, fam. Like I ranted about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, just say you don't like the guy. Just say you don't like our goaltenders. Say that you want more in free agency, in a trade, whatever. But to blame losses on our goaltending, just mathematically, statistically, it's just not true. It's overwhelmingly not true. So, um, shootouts. I thought we looked the best early in the shootout that, that we have all season. Joey included, we got fatigued, um, maybe thinking, excuse me, <clears throat> thinking a little bit too much as far as shooters and just you go nine rounds and eventually, not not, not only nine rounds, after overtime, after three regulation periods, yeah, the guys on the bench are going to figure some things out. And they they figured some things out on Joey. I thought he was very stoic, very calm. And then the kings did what I wanted to see the Kraken do uh, in regulation is they got Joey moving. They got him committing early. They activated his kind of hardwiring to uh, engage and Again, goaltending, not the problem, especially when you get to, as they kept saying on the broadcast, the skills competition, you can't, you can't put that on a goaltender. And Joey Dax did a great job early in the shootout, but I'm nitpicking here on Joey Dax because it was something I noticed. Other things that we absolutely have to nitpick on. Discipline, discipline. Eddie Olczyk was back on the broadcast. He is definitely very much pro defend your teammate. I get, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But I, what I don't get is how we kind of there was so much praise coming from for Will Borgen after this Kings game, and so much disdain for Vince Dunn. Now, in a vacuum situationally, excuse me, those two penalties, uh, Borgen, was that in the first or second period? Uh, It mm, might have been the second because it was the power play goal for the Kings. Borgen goes to the box. The Kings score on the power play in regulation, but it did put them ahead. Vince Dunn goes to the box. The Kings do not score on the power play, but it does fatigue the team in overtime and in part results in a shootout. I don't think you can compare the two, so I don't want to compare the situations. What I will say is I, I personally, if you listen to the show, you're an everyday or you're an OG or you rock with me all the time, then you know I'm not here for the Bash brothers I think it's foolish. I think it's um I think there are other ways that you can impose your will and your physicality without doing silly things. Uh you know, the borgen recklessness is more of an acceptable form of fighting air quotes for those not watching on YouTube in hockey. Vince Dunn was frustrated. That that man was done, okay? He was very very upset very undisciplined extremely undisciplined so if i had to rank you know borgen just like bro what are we doing like do we need to do that and vince dunn it's like fam get your life these are um, my metrics. Uh, I have to put together the ELA slang rubric, but you can see the varying degree of WTFness when it came to those penalties, if you will. I'm gonna have to trademark that WTFness. I'm gonna I'm claiming it for me. Thank you very much. So mm, I don't want to get into that too much because we do have to know the enemy and all of the we're gonna get to the mavericks, but this is something that we need to talk about, and apparently it is something that Dave and the rest of the coaching staff will be talking about with our players. Speaking of players, let's talk about lineups. That's coming up on today's episode of this here program, also known as Locked on Kraken. Now, I told you that at the beginning of the show that today's episode brought to you by our friends at game time. I really like using the game time app. I literally use it when I go to Seattle. Uh, I have a few other trips coming up back home to New York. I plan to hop on the app, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed on game time. Now, it's more of like a music festival season for me. Uh, I'm usually working the hockey season, so I don't really need sports tickets, but I'm all about finding a, a good new artist, whether it's GA, general admission, or if you have seats, rows, sections, all of that stuff. I like that on the latter, you can look in the game time app and take a look at where you're going to be seated. What is the obstruction, if any? How close are you to the aisle? Like, how many seats are there between you and the next kind of, you know, person? <laughs> all of those things you can kind of look at at the game time app also got to tell you about the game time guarantee if you find tickets in the same section the same row and yes the same event for a a lower price than what you paid at game time game time will refund you 110 percent of your purchase speaking of percentages or really just purchases you can get 20 dollars off your first purchase Using the Game Time app by using promo code LockedOnNHL. So go to the Game Time app, download that sucker, make sure you sign up. And once you're ready to purchase your first tickets, use that promo code LockedOnNHL. Game Time, great seats, lowest price guaranteed. Go check it out. And thanks as always, locked on Kraken fans for making us a part of your daily destination. We're doing a little live pre-game situation here. We're taking on the Dallas Wings. They knocked us out of the Stanley Cup playoffs last year. I was right in this room, live streaming, heartbroken. And I remember that game seven because I remember thinking, and we talked about it. I tried to will them to a win. It didn't work. But it, it just was, we looked tired. We looked tired. We, uh, you know, we looked tired. We, we couldn't get our focus back. And um, ultimately, the Dallas Wings took care of business. Now, you know, we've already seen both teams that we've taken on in the playoffs. Hasn't really worked out for us. But again, we can't even get a win streak together. That's why the back to zero bullet is on there. But what do we need to know about these here Dallas Wings? Well, I'm I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know a few things. First, I want to mention I mentioned Adam Larson and his Iron Man streak that was 300 games. But you also need to know that Adam Larson tonight will play his 700th. NHL game. He is expected to slot into the roster. I'll get into what we're expecting with the roster in just a moment here. But um, I love this. And Dave was asked about Adam Larson. We heard from Jamie Alexiak. and both of them just said, in summary that Larson does all of the small things, the things that are maybe not quote unquote sexy to talk about when it comes to wins or even losses for that matter, but he is solid. He is steady. That's why he's got an iron man streak and he is an integral part of this team. That was really cool to hear. All right, let's get you ready for Dallas. Here are some stats and facts sent to us by the uh, Kraken PR team. Overall record, 17-8-4 for the, did I say Wings? I probably did. The Dallas Stars. The Dallas Wings is a WNBA team. We'll talk about the WNBA a little bit later. The Dallas Stars, they are 8-5-1 and one at home. We are 4-6-5 and five on the road. You can see the last 10 games here, definitely in favor of the Wings. Pavelski, oh my goodness, do we remember that name? Good grief. Net front presence out the bum, you know, (laughs) like this man, he just, oh, I have, I have vivid memories of wanting to just hoot and holler, but not in the fun way watching this man have a net friend presence in front of the Kraken and just score presumably at will while coming back, right? He wasn't even playing. He had gotten injured in the first round. Anyway, am I over it? I will be eventually. Maybe. Who knows? Um, Okay. Again, let's go here to what PR team sent us penalty kill. 86% clip for these stars. And a 24.4% power play. PK, for us, hit a little bit of a rift against... The Kings, as I mentioned, they got that power play goal because Will Borgen wanted to defend Ty Cartier in a nutshell or in a vacuum. Excuse me. Not bad that he wanted to defend Cartier. Not great situational awareness, in my opinion. But, you know, we we go on. So anyway, I mentioned Pavelski and then he just hit the name. His name just got me really upset. Pavelski and Robertson, 27 points leading the stars. Dunn and Bjorkstrand continue to be the leader. I, you know, I don't remember, I don't recall where the maestro nickname came from, but I'm here for it. I will let you know. I am 100% here for the maestro I love it. I love it. Did that come from Columbus? Maybe, possibly. I- I'm just here. I'm just, you know what I'm here for? I'm just here for that we can say and use that nickname with Oliver Bjorkstrand for the Kraken. Because if you are a member of our subtext community, a.k.a. Locked On Insiders, you remember that I had a sit-down chat with Ali Bjorkstrand. He knows that he's a little bit of a slow starter on average, in an NHL season, but he felt particularly behind in his productivity last year. I feel like I said that kind of like how Nick Olchek talks. He has very specific pronunciation and emphasis. I really like it. I like his cadence. I like how he changes the pace that I'm nerding out on broadcast stuff. Uh, Anyway, ask me questions if you care, because I have a lot of thoughts. I love our broadcast. And I learned so much from them. Um, But particularly, that just sounded very Nick Olchek to me. Anyway, 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 we move on. We move on. What do I want to see against Dallas? This is a team, Dallas, that uh, is in a really good spot right now. They're in a really good spot when it comes to uh, playoff positioning we have to be smart we have to be sound and yes some of that comes from the discipline um can we outshoot the stars that's a, that's the a question that needs answers and uh, you know i also wonder and this is going to sound strange i'm still kind of working out my feelings and thoughts but can we outshoot a Dallas stars team as we once again see changes to our roster as our lineup. Now, the good news here, folks, is that Eberly presumably is back. He was a part of the line rushes um, at, at Morning Skate today. Now, the bad thing or the thing to be cautious of is now we move McCann to that second line we move Cartier to the fourth line, which he's played there before. But we also take Devin Shore out of the picture altogether. Now, you know, you could say hashtag first world problems were like, you know, um, good problems to have for the coaching staff. I, you know, we're just not winning enough where I feel completely comfortable with making roster changes if we don't have to. That being said, what are you going to do? Sit Everly. No. If he's ready to go, he's ready to go. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, uh, Tatar just got back or, or just got to the Kraken. and the 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 club seems committed to to getting him minutes. I don't think that he did anything or didn't do. Anything double negative? I don't know. I don't think you know that 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 there's anything that warranted him not being in the lineup. Uh, in my comment is just that it's tough. These are again, these are um, in theory good problems to have, but they they complicate things. They complicate things, and uh, I don't know. There we go. <laughs> they complicate things, and it, it, it's just something to note. Anyway, I said, can we out? Can we out? shoot this here uh, Dallas squad. They're at a plus 11 goal differential right now. They're sitting second overall in the central division right behind the Winnipeg Jets They're They have a six five five win percentage talked about the record earlier. You know, they can score. They can score right now. We the Seattle Kraken at a minus 18 goal differential, We've been up and down there. I've set up, We've been chipping away. Obviously, the loss in overtime, um, you know, or the loss, I should say, just doesn't help. But, uh, you know, I, I want to see us get a little better on that goal differential. Um, we had so many close games, so many close game losses early on. But anyway, um, you know, we again, just to go back to the Kings, they're at a plus 30. So, can we outshoot the stars? Not as high as a climb, not as big of an ask against the stars as it was against the kings. But you know, here we go. Okay, sometimes injury rest is good for our guys in a way that makes me think we should have more of a rotation, even when they, you know what. This is a great point, Striatic. I'm so glad I saw it before we transition into the next segment. And yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I don't think we need to look beyond this season to get a sense and an understanding that, mm, you know, we might want to look into how we're utilizing our players. And, you know, I'm all about practice. Dave and company are really about rest and most hockey players, they do not want to do morning skate and all of that foolishness. They are definitely team Allen Iverson. When it comes to, we talking about practice. I get that. I want the guys rested, buffered up, fully stuffed. Like they are going to see the wizard of Oz in Emerald city. I don't know why the wizard of Oz just popped into my head. But like, when I think of like, you know, being all fresh and just think of that scene where they're, you know, they're curling the lion's mane. And, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> such a great, great movie. Anyway. Um, yeah, we're not always fresh. We're not, our curls are not always done with a nice red ribbon. We don't always have our tin buffed. So a rotation, and maybe that's what we're starting to see. Maybe that's what we're starting to see. Am I still a little bit uncomfortable? Yes. Mostly because uh, we haven't been able to latch on to a win streak. So I don't know. I'm I'm of a few different opinions, but let's see how it works out. Let's see how it works out. In light of the Borgan and Dunn OT retaliation penalties. Do we think it is easier to learn discipline or to generate necessary? Whoa, you're coming with the big questions here. Mm. Well, Here's the facts. Borgan and Dunn always play that way. I mentioned maybe a couple of couple few weeks ago, right? That uh, there was this mic'd up clip of Vince Dunn. I thought it was adorable. Him saying, you know, uh, I yelled a lot last year and it didn't really work out. So I'm trying to yell less. So at least we know with Vince Dunn, he has been focusing on self he has wanted to reflect on how to communicate with officials. He was just done. (laughs) Done was done. Vince was done. Um, That's how he plays. Even as he's learning internal personal discipline, you're never that far away when that's just kind of, I'm speaking as someone who knows. You know, I feel a little bit hypocritical saying Don needs to relax because I was a hothead. Not a hockey player, but I was a very intense, very intense athlete. So I get that. I get that. It's very hard to turn off. So is it easier to learn discipline or to generate the net necess- From my perspective, it's easier to learn discipline. It's not easy, but for me, it's easier. So I'm going to and and here's the thing. You don't want a player like Dunn to lose his edge completely. What you want is that situational awareness and that does go into the discipline, but you don't want him to lose that completely. He did just lose it I mean that was just that's not even good. That's there's that's inexcusable, um, and you know I don't know what Dunn will say about that. But you know whether it's tomorrow, yesterday, or a couple of years from now, he might be like, yeah, <laughs> I probably didn't probably didn't need to go off that way. I don't think that Will will say the same thing about his hit, and so those those individual players, I, I think learning the discipline, I'll I'll say it this way, learning discipline for those players is more value added to what they can bring. Within the context of the Seattle Kraken team this season in particular, and I, I kind of alluded to this on social media, if you ask for the beast to be released and then said beast is indeed released, it's really hard to <laughs> rein it in. You asked for more physicality. They gave you more physicality. And now you want them to give you less physicality. I think maybe we need to pick. I I personally just I don't I don't want to I don't care for that. What I think you do is you put on heavy hits. You put heavy hits. Now, maybe they're borderline hits. But put heavy hits on the Kings. And let the officials figure out if they're going to send you to the box or not. But the the lazy kind of, I don't have my little mini stick here. But the lazy swatting that Vince was doing, I don't want that. I don't want that. And Vince, or excuse me, and Borgan his reaction just seemed so separated from what actually happened with Ty Cartier that it, it just didn't, it seemed forced maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't care for either. I didn't care for either. All right. Uh. Hey Kai, do you think joy will ever be called down back to the firebirds? Hmm. Do I think he deserves to be at this particular moment? No. And do I think it will happen ever? I think it's possible. But I think it's predicated on what we talked about a lot on our last live, which is I don't know that Joey, given the way he's playing and kind of where we are with goaltending, I don't see Joey losing his spot on the NHL squad without. The NHL squad, a.k.a. the Seattle Kraken, giving Drieger starts. And I don't know what, other than a tough schedule, would lead to the Seattle Kraken giving Chris Drieger starts right now over Joey Decord. I'm open to it. I think a little competition is cool. And we're getting dangerously close, I guess, without knowing what's going on with Grubauer, to, you know, I don't want to experiment too far beyond December. I just really don't. Yeah, yeah, right? Okay, I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. I appreciate you. It's It's tough. I think it's possible. But the window's closing. It's already small for me right now. With our situation in this season, I think it's a small window. But I do think it's possible. I think it's possible. There you go. This is another good point. Risking Joey to a waiver claim. Exactly. That's a, a very good point. Didn't even talk about that. But yes, we're not in a situation where we have the luxury to flip-flop. Not with our goaltending. Because we put someone on waivers and we, we might not where we want to be. So do we ride the wave right now? I think so. But I also think especially because of this right here, we don't want to lose anyone to waivers, at least right not, not right now, not with a without a contingency plan, which I think is also possible. I think that could also be possible. I don't know what that would look like. Uh some of the rumors that we talked about, I don't want any part of. I think we just ride the wave right now. They made a decision Trust the decision with goaltending that you made earlier in the year. Okay. We're going to close this up because we, we, we got to go. I know this was a little bit later. It's a little bit later than I wanted to met this really very nice older man, but he, he just wanted to talk so much. Um, so I lost a little bit of time today. I don't regret it because I was being kind to others and to myself. But it it was a little bit much. Coming up on Locked on Kraken, we're going to quickly, quickly, quickly talk a little bit about the KC Mavericks. They're playing Tulsa this week, and then I think they come to Tulsa either later this week or next week. So, But the goaltending pipeline and all of that stuff, it all fits. All right, that's uh, what we got coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. And today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Now, you know it's NFL season, but it's also NHL season, baby. All right. It's always cold in an NHL rink. But I tell you what's not cold is the deals that you can find on FanDuel. Right now, new customers, you can get uh, $150 bonus Bets, little package. If you get a win on a $5 money line bet, that's what you got right now. You can go to FanDuel, check out the money line. I'm looking at the money line right now for Kraken at Dallas. We've got the money line at a plus 152 for the Kraken, a minus 184 for the Stars, over under over 6.5 for the Kraken under 6.5 for the Stars. So those that's you know that's your money line bet right there plus 152 Kraken minus 184 for the Stars. You put down $5 on one of those money line bets, you win, you get $150 in bonus bets back. But here's the rub, you got to make sure that FanDuel knows that Locked On sent you. So, use promo code Locked On when you log in at FanDuel as a new customer and uh there you go. Bob's your uncle, or, you know, 150 in bonus bets with a $5 money line winner. Game time, the official partner of the National Football League, and us here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Okay. I do love doing these lives. I love your comments, and I always get off track. But you know what? We're just going with it. They're going with it. Um... Here we go. Comment. A lot of teams that would jump on a 1.2 cap hit goalie of Joey's current performance and potential upside, especially given he still has a year at that price. Yeah. And then, you know, th- these are other things that the Kraken are going to have to start thinking about. We gotta, we're gotta. we going to have to pay some guys. I mean, <laughs> maybe not after the performances as of yet this year, but we're going to have to figure that out. OK, let's talk about our friends. At the Kansas City Mavericks, they indeed will be taking on the Tulsa Oilers. That's going to be Wednesday, December twentieth. Uh, you know, we talked about this. This is a an, an Oilers team, still middle of the pack, I believe, in the ECHL in their in their division in their conference. Excuse me. And um, but we can't sleep on Tulsa. We cannot sleep on Tulsa. And yes, we play them. The Kansas City Mavericks play Tulsa. They come to Tulsa this Friday, December 22nd. So I will be at that game. Um, You know, when it comes to our affiliates, we, we... are not going to see all these guys, especially at the ECHL level. I mean, some of the – even at the AHL level, you know, the Connor Carricks, even Max McCormick, in and out, you know, kind of plug and play here and there. But overwhelmingly, we're not going to see these guys. But I do think it's interesting just to see the impact that even some of their leadership can have on some of our young guys. Uh, you know, we saw Max Andreev. He had a hat trick the other night over Idaho, 7-5 victory. And then the other night, the uh, the Kansas City Mavericks got a six four victory. So we're you know we're talking thirteen goals in their last game, in last handful of games. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, can it last? Because we saw some of those numbers in Coachella Valley. We'll talk about them again on Friday. Uh, but also you're you're scoring thirteen or whatever. How many are you giving up? Four is not terrible, but I think we can bring that down a little bit. I think we can bring that down. So it's all about discipline. It's about, again, that consistency that we talk about at the age or excuse me, the NHL level. But then uh, Disco Dan Bilesma talked to me a lot about expectations. I don't think we're doing the best job right now throughout our pipeline on t- not I don't want to say tempering, but on. Regulating. Our play, our consistency. I don't think that we are consistent throughout our pipeline right now. Some of that does have to do with the injuries and it impacts the full pipeline. But that's the next level. It's not something we're going to fix tonight against Dallas or Wednesday night against Tulsa. I don't know off the top of my head who Coachella Valley is playing this week. These are things that have to be built over time. The thing I like about the Kraken and our affiliates is that there is buy-in from a culture perspective. And we heard from Tad Ohad, the general manager and coach of the Mavericks. I love that name. I'll never get tired of it. Tad Ohad. What a name. What a name that guy has. Uh, I'm assuming he's Irish, but I don't know for sure. I'll ask on Friday. Um, (laughs) They have weekly calls. There's constant communication. And we have to remember, only, well, season two, I guess, of the Firebirds, and we added Kansas City. They were not our original ECHL affiliate. So some of that trickle-down theory, as uh, Ronald Reagan might say, is going to take a little while. But I don't want us to lose sight of that. And that's why I'm getting better with my consistency on giving you a Monday-Friday- kind of farm report. Anyway, let's get ready. We got to get ready for the game. Thanks as always for making locked on crack and a part of your daily destination. Don't forget to check out locked on NHL, part of our overall podcast network, but also part of our 24 seven streaming situation on YouTube. First 24 seven streaming sports podcast network on YouTube. That's that's us locked on, and uh, if you're an insider, take a look at your messages because uh, we're maybe revamping the locked on kraken logo, a little bit. I I did like I did get a suggestion maybe to uh, go with alternates. I, I I'm kind of liking that because I don't want to get rid of the light altogether, but we use a lot of if you can see in the treatments. Uh, it's probably not what it's called. I am not a graphic designer. I will not. I'm not designing these excuse me, I don't know what these are called, but like, you know, we use a lot of the light. So I think a little pop of that deep, deep blue is something I'm excited about. I also, I feel like I've mentioned this before. We've tried to get the red into the OG logo and sometimes you'll you'll see the, the light logo like right now. Um, you'll see the light, here we go. You'll see the light logo with a little bit of red trim. We're starting to integrate that a little bit more, but I want more red. I want more red, just like I want more green in our Winter Classic logos. I know, I know. I'll get over it one day. Maybe not. Who knows? Speaking of Winter Classic, I do have something for you insiders. Uh, The news on the rendering of the fields got pushed back a little bit, so I got to keep it on the hush-hush just a little bit longer. But you will get my conversation with Steve Mayer, and uh, I got to see a little sneak peek of the fields which is being built in Seattle right now. So we got some some fun and exciting things to talk about. But first, it's game day. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to one another. Hold fast. Stay true. We say loud and proud tonight. Let's go cracking. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace and salutations. Always appreciate you. Have a good night. Enjoy the game.